Hello, hello, beautiful people. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sis Stop Sulking Podcast. I am your host, Miss Tasha Talks Life. How are you? How are you? And oh my goodness, this is the 10th episode. I'm so excited because you know what they say, new podcasters usually don't get past the sixth episode and we are at episode 10. So yes, I am popping my collar. I am so proud of myself for being consistent, for showing up each and every Monday for you ladies and gents. And yes, so let's get into it. Thank you again for tuning in. I am life coach and educator. I help women to grow forward from past pain to live in a life with no limits. About So we're going to get into it. But before we do, I'm going to talk about my week's wins. Um, my husband and I celebrated our ninth year anniversary. So that's another because statistics, yeah, I'm dropping all the stats today. Statistically, if you can make it to five years, then you're good to go. The first five years is the hardest that so we are um, nine years in. God is good. I'm so grateful. Although it's not always easy, it is worth it. Um, and another win, I had my first. Okay, so this is my second photo shoot. My husband did my first one with the professional camera and all the things, the lighting and everything like that. So I'm not going to say this is my first professional one, but this is my first experience. This is the first photo shoot that I have, that I've ever had. And the experience was phenomenal. So I had a photo shoot because um, I, I, as you guys know, I talk about it all the time. My book is getting ready to launch. It's literally like right there. I'm just trying to be strategic in my marketing and how I really want to go about it. The photo shoot was something that came up kind of at the back end because I really wasn't thinking about it. But then I'm like, no, I need photos to kind of go with the marketing. And actually, my branding and marketing coach is the one that suggested. She's like, are you going to have? I was like, oh, you know, that's a good idea. And I reached out to my friend um, who is a boudoir photographer. And let me tell you, it was amazing. I mean, the set, um, I had a makeup artist on set, the fan blowing, the music bumping, um, the cocktails, just the wardrobe change. I just felt so beautiful. I felt seen. I felt like the boss that I am. And in those moments, I was just envisioning this being like a regular thing, like a stylist, someone coming and doing my hair, my makeup, and just me just working it. And I'm still like on cloud nine. Not only that, but my pictures came back beautiful, flawless, like, oh my goodness. Um, timeless classic boudoir photography is the bomb. Like they definitely hooked me up. Um, if you, you know, want to know more about them, I'm shameless plug. I will give you their information. They were official. Like, so yeah, so that was my, my week. And I got some birthday pictures in there as well. So, because you know, your girl's very big on birthdays and my birthday is coming up next month. You, as you can tell, I am like so cheesy because it was just, it was just a phenomenal experience. I'm looking like maybe every three months. 
getting my picture taken, you know, because as a um, as an influencer, as a coach, you know, I got to keep it fresh. I got to keep my marketing and things up. So that's just more of a reason for me to be taking pictures um, every three months for my brand. But yeah, so those are my week, my week's wins. We're going to get into today's discussion, today's topic. And of course, I open up each topic with a quote. And this week, I actually, there were two quotes, and I couldn't decide on which one. So I'm going to use them both because they both hit very hard to me. But the topic is let's talk anxiety. There's levels to this shit. It, it really is. You know, when you talk about anxiety, there are many levels. I'm more so coming from my experiences. I'm coming from what people have said to me about their anxiety and some research that I've done. So the first quote says, worrying doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strengths. And you may hear me mention this later on, but that to me, worrying doesn't empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strengths. And I love that. As soon as I saw it, 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 it hit me. I'm going to get into later about how I deal with my anxiety. But um, one of the ways is not worrying until you have to worry. Like, really think about that. Not worrying until you have to <clears throat> have to worry. Because basically, um, anxiety is the uneasiness of the mind caused by fear or danger. So when you're worrying about something, that's what brings on the anxiety. But if you're not worrying about tomorrow, or you're not worrying about something that hasn't happened yet, then your anxiety levels won't rise, right? So that was the first quote. The second quote was, um, you wouldn't worry so much about what others think of you if you realized how seldom they do. And that one is Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, and the other one was um, Corey Ten Boom. So the second one is, you wouldn't worry so much about what others think of you if you realized how seldom they do right? Like maybe that's just all in our head that we're worrying that somebody is judging us by what we're wearing to work. We go into work and we're like, oh, so now we're subconscious all day when people may not even be worrying about you or even thinking about what you have on or whatever, right? So those are the two quotes to get into today's show. Let's talk anxiety. There's levels to this ish. And before I get into my own um, experiences, anxiety is defined as behavioral, a behavioral disorder with negative physical, mental, and emotional results. One of the things that come from anxiety is panic attacks. And I've experienced in my life, I've had three panic attacks um, that I can recall. The first one was when my oldest son, he's 19, when he was about maybe about three years old. So I didn't know what it was or what to, what to call it, right? But prior to my, um, my research and prior to me educating myself regarding anxiety, it to me was just a thing that people threw around loosely, right? Like, and I'm sure anxiety has been around for decades, for centuries. But if I think back as an 80s baby, that was not a word that was used, right? It wasn't something that was put out there. Not And depression wasn't even that big of a word. Disabilities and um, that was something that like 
parents thought that, you know, you were just acting out and they would spank you and think that that was going to fix it, you know? So a lot of these things that are coming out in the last, you know, years or whatever, wasn't something that was familiar, right? Or that was talked about. Like, just think about therapy. Like, I don't know if, it, if it's just me or my circle, but ther therapists, counseling, psychologists, that thing was, that was not something that happened in the Black community. That was not, it was almost like, oh, you seen a therapist? If anybody was, if you heard about it, that means that they're crazy, right? I looked at anxiety, really identifying that, damn, I have some levels of anxiety myself. I always looked at it, it was something that people use as a crutch or was saying it for a cop out or whatever, right? Clearly I'm wrong. I was wrong. Clearly there there is levels to it and um, I've experienced those levels myself. Um, thankfully I do have, <clears throat> excuse me, thankfully I do have um, strategies and things that I resort to to help me to combat those urges, combat those feelings, but I have experienced anxiety at an all-time high where I did result in a panic attack. And one of my panic attacks landed me in the hospital. Um, and that was so scary in itself, right? Initially, when I think back on all three occasions, what was what was that feel like? What would, what happened right before that? And then each time I identified that I had, I felt like I had no control. I felt like there was nothing that I can do and it was going bad fast. And I feel the tightness in my chest. And right now, just even thinking about it, I, I, my anxiety is um, rising, but I don't really claim it. You know, you don't, you would, if you know me and you're around me, you never hear me say, oh, my anxiety is acting up or I having, I don't, I don't, I don't claim it. I identify it. I know what it is and I know that it's real, but I don't claim it. Right. So what happens is my, my chest gets tight. My breathing gets shallow and I'm very claustrophobic. Right. So now on top of me feeling my chest getting tight on top of me feeling like I'm losing control now I can't breathe and it feels like I'm suffocating. So my breathe, so now I'm like, uh, I'm like breathing, breathing. And now I'm, I'm fighting to breathe and it just, it just gets out of control. And um, the lack of control that gets me, right? So I have to think now what, when I'm starting to feel these feelings and when I'm starting to see, uh, when it starts to appear like I don't have the answers, I don't have uh, a solution. There isn't a solution, right? There isn't anything that I can, that, that's going to fix this in this moment, or I don't know. And I start to feel the tightening in my chest and I start to feel the shallowing of my breath. Number one, I pray. So these are the, these are the ways that I deal with my, my, quote, air quotes, anxiety, I immediately pray, right? Quick prayer. Other times I um, I pray with meditation when I start to just envision or um, be still and envision things being okay and just, you know, um, just being in the moment. 
So being 100% present in the moment is another way that helps me with dealing with that and realizing that it's going to be okay. Just being 100% present, not worrying about anything for tomorrow, not worrying about, and, and, and you know, and some may say like, with the not worrying until you have to worry thing, it's almost like, oh, well, you don't care. It's not that I don't care, but why am I going to worry about something for tomorrow when tomorrow is not promised? Why am I gonna worry about um, a presentation, like worrying to the point where it's causing me to be uneasy and it's causing me to have these um, negative uh, results, these negative physical, mental, and emotional results. Why am I going to worry about something that is out of my control? It's just, it's, it's just not worth it. So I am intentional with being 100% present in the moment, today, right now, right here. And, you know, being an, uh, in my line of work and being an influencer, a coach, a lot of times, like, taking pictures and documenting the process is part of the job, right? Because you want people to um, to identify with you. You want people to know, like, and trust you. You want to show people that you are human, right? So it's like, for me, having, like, when I'm with my friends and I'm in the moment, I have to consciously say, oh, let me take some pictures. Consciously say, oh, shoot, some shots of me. Because I... And in the moment, I'm in, I'm present with where I am, with who I'm with, and I'm in the moment. I'm not knocking anybody else that, you know, documents and that takes pictures of everything that, because sometimes, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I'm sorry, but when you see people and they're posting their whole, oh, the whole time that they're at a party or the whole time that they're at dinner or the whole time that they're at somewhere and they're on social media posting and document every single step to me to me <laughs> are you really enjoying yourself like how like a lot of times i'll take pictures but i don't have time to post and caption all of this because i'm in the moment guess what you may see it today but it happened yesterday <laughs> i now am in my bed recovering from a good time with my family my friends whatever it is i was doing and now i have time to post so it's almost never live. It's almost never the same day, right? Because I, I'm I'm intentional about being present in the moment. So just being 100% present in the moment, um, not worrying until I literally have to worry. I remember a time when I used to, um, I was a new teacher and I would just put in all these hours trying to get ahead of the game trying to, you know, prepare, 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 prepare. And it just seemed like no matter how much, I mean, my family was suffering because I was at work until six, seven o'clock, the only car in the parking lot. And my baby, well, my son, he was, um, I want to say probably like third grade was home with my husband and, or with my parents. And I'm giving all of this to this job and I'm missing out on being home with my kid. Right. And that just was like, okay, I don't need to, it's still going to be there. I give 110% when I'm there, but when it's time to go, it's time to go because guess what? It's the next, I got to switch that off and turn on mommy mode, wife mode, family time and things like that. So I'm not worrying once that time is over, I'm not worrying about that anymore. 
and it's not gonna consume my life consume my my day consume no no so not worrying until i have to worry um prayer and meditation when i when it seems like there's no way when i don't see the light at the end of the tunnel when i don't have the answers i trust you god i trust you lord and i'm gonna tell you and that's those i trust you lord <laughs> those four words I, I i just let it go i really do and i know you may be like how i've been doing this for a while i've been intentional about my mindset my mental health my well-being for a while but it's worth it practice it continue to think about like i trust you god i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen i don't know who you know the outcome i may not like the outcome it may hurt but i trust you i trust you to have my best interest at heart if nobody else do you do so i trust you and i just let it go and anytime i start to feel like those that 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 worry or that those thoughts those negative thoughts or that feeling in my chest rising because it will i trust you lord and i i suppress it again i suppress it again and it's just it it, it that's what gets me that's this is why um I can continue to grow forward. I can continue to move in a direction that he wants me to go without the severe struggles of dealing with this, right? And the last thing that I do when I'm dealing with anxiety is mindset declarations. Speak in life. There is a science behind um, affirmations. There is a science. Um, what is it um a study was published that um they used mris to reveal that practicing self-affirmation activates the reward centra in the brain so it releases these neural pathways that make the changes to the brain makes the changes to that part of the brain that makes you feel happy and positive so it's a science to speak in it can affirmations over your life decreases stress speaking it believing it and and letting it go those are the ways that i deal with and how i cope with anxiety when it gets to the point where it's just too much before i end of course we will end with some mindset declarations relating to anxiety come up with my own mindset declarations but i also research some because you know there's some there's some really powerful ones out there and i want to give you guys stuff that you can actually implement into your life every, on a daily basis. It's all about growing. It's all about increased self-care, self-love, and just being the best version of yourself. So some of the ones that I'm going to read came from happierhuman.com. And um, some of them I came up with myself. And I have one more than I had last week. I have five today. So I want you to, if, you, if you're able to, take a pen, write these affirmations down, repeat them to yourself daily, looking in the mirror, believe in it, followed with the belief, and watch how your life changes. If you are unable to write them down at this moment, of course, you can always come back 
You can fast, fast forward if you need to, and then write them down. But for right now, if you're unable to write them down, I want you to repeat them after me. I'm going to say it. I'm going to give you time to repeat it. And I want you to really feel, really be in a moment of saying these affirmations. Okay. All right, let's go. I am present in this moment. I am doing the best that I can. I am resilient. I will get through this difficult time. I inhale the good and exhale the bad. I am not in danger. I am just uncomfortable. This too shall pass. Powerful, powerful. Oh my goodness, those are powerful affirmations. And just to have, like I said, I have um, index cards that are clipped together and I keep them in my bag. And the power is getting really big <laughs> because I've been adding the, the affirmations that we've been saying on the show. I've been adding those also, but I most certainly will be adding these five affirmations for those days and those times when it's so hard, I don't know, I, I can't see that I can go to these. I am resilient. I will get through this difficult time. I am not in danger. I am just uncomfortable. This too shall pass. Oh my gosh. Like I have goosebumps right now because these are some powerful, powerful affirmations. I inhale the good and exhale the bullshit. Like, <laughs> I absolutely love it, love it, love it. So that is the end of episode 10. Thank you again. Thank you for tuning in with me. I hope you enjoyed Please rate the show that lets me know that I am on the right track. I am all about um, helping to encourage you, to inspire you. If I can do it, you can do it. We are in this together. Sis, stop sulking. The time is now. Share this show with your girlfriends. Also, you may follow me on social media at Tasha Talks Life. Message me, DM me, anything that you want to hear, you want to talk about, let's do it. And thank you again. Be well, be blessed. And remember, your past does not dictate your future. Till next time.